Welcome to I Got Back Up. I'm Talia Lazarus, creator of I Got Back Up. And in August 2021, I was in a road accident. I didn't walk for 10 weeks. I had knee surgery that September and a second double knee surgery in February 22. My journey took me through greatest highs and extreme lows. We don't realize how much we take for granted until it is all taken away. The day I was able to get a glass of water all by myself was one of those little moments in life. Everyone has a story, and as humans, we always talk about when someone is back up or how something happened, but we don't discuss the middle part, the recovery, the journey, the darkness, the continuous roller coaster of ups and downs. It's a taboo subject for most, but here it's not. You have a chance to change your story, your outcome, your next chapter. You can face all your hurdles, obstacles and walls with us and those around you. You are not alone. We recover together. Today I am joined by Jane McCulloch. After a terrible accident led her from a lifetime as a director of theatre and opera to reevaluate her life at the age of 74, Jane began writing novels. A pivotal moment in her life and seven novels later, her dream of becoming a writer became true. Jane is currently promoting her final novel in the acclaimed trilogy about war correspondent E.G. Rawlings, Quo Vardis. It's never too late to start something new and change your direction. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Obviously, uh, some days are better than others. I think a lot depends on the weather when you've had an injury. But today I'm looking out of the window and it's a bit of sun and it's fine. Yeah, there's a there's a touch of sun. There's a touch. It's of sun. trying to get through, I think. <laughs> so but, yeah, of course. But actually, I'm going to say it is quite mild in London for the for late October at the moment. It is. Do you know we had one really cold week at the end of September, and we so I sort of tentatively put the heating on. The moment I did, it it became mild. So <laughs> October has been. a a lovely month and I think those of us who've had injuries of any sort Mm -hmm. the weather can affect um, you know any rheumatic injuries the weather can affect oh yeah and uh, so I I do notice the weather (laughs) of course of course because it's it's everyone notices it but more so because of obviously what has happened yes yes so I I mean that's where everything took a slightly different turn yeah. when I, I had the accident. Of course. And uh, that was an accident that was absolutely out of the blue. I was I was a director in theatre and, and opera, and which is a very active role. Um, but I was coming up to 75, and I was thinking, well, maybe I should uh, wind it down slightly, slowly, and then out of the blue, coming back uh, from a rehearsal in the Russia, um, I was knocked down in Waterloo Station by a guy with a backpack. Everyone was rushing, you know, mm-hmm. thousands of people piling up the stairs into the, onto the escalator. And I think his backpack must have swung slightly, hit me in the middle of my back and sent me flying. Mm-hmm. And I fell terribly awkwardly, and I also, without knowing it, did have osteoporosis. I mean, I had no idea of this, 
So, in fact, basically, my bones just crumbled. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's been since um, a long haul. I had four operations, major operations on that ankle and uh, ankle replacement on the other to strengthen it so that whatever happened, I wouldn't be in a wheelchair, which I refused mm -hmm. to even contemplate. So there we go. And it it literally three seconds and it changed my life. Yeah. And I hope you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you had your accident? I was 74. Yeah. And it just, um, no, go on, you were going to say? Well, it was seven years ago. And uh, I, I, you know, I was, I mean, the sort of accident it was meant I was um, bed bound, really, because non-weight bearing for months on end. Yeah, of course. So uh, it it demanded a rethink mm -hmm. of, of life in general. And uh, luckily, I have a ground floor flat, which leads out onto the garden. So I am really lucky in that respect. So that was that was good. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. A, a good, <laughs> good part of it, because it, it enabled me without stairs or anything else to to get around mm -hmm. um, in between being yeah. bed bound. But it was obvious that uh, my previous uh, career was no no longer possible. So I decided, as I'd written for theatre, uh, I decided to change tack on that and write novels, which is a completely different process. <laughs> but um, I started, and uh, seven novels later, mm -hmm. I've just completed my third novel of a trilogy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that for the moment, I might give myself a little bit of a break now, <laughs> I just what to do next. But uh, no, it 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 was it it was very odd that uh, something so quick mm. should have such a profound effect. Mm. And it it literally can take three seconds. That's it to change your entire life. Yes, I often watch 24 Hours in A&E, um, <laughs> which is an absolutely fascinating program. But you realise that the people that come into A&E, yeah. uh, a lot of them with very serious injuries, often from bikes or motorbikes, uh, car accidents. And again, in a split second, yeah. their whole lives are on hold and affected and a change of direction is necessary and it you know you go along in life not thinking about what might happen yeah. but when it does you have to change your life yeah and that's the thing is it's you have absolutely no idea when obviously things like this are going to happen and you usually don't expect them at all so you don't plan for them you know you yes. your whole life can just be thrown a different direction. You are so right, Tali, because this is what one doesn't expect, that yeah. so many aspects of your life, I mean, my whole life had been going, you know, to rehearsals, yeah. to opera, to uh, to the theatre. Now, that's that's all really almost impossible now because theatres involve stairs and opera houses yeah. do too. And, you know, I have to rethink every aspect mm -hmm. in a way. And going abroad, I used to go abroad a lot. Now, that was all sort of, <laughs> you know, travel is a nightmare, really. Yeah. So, in a way, but I could use a lot of this. I mean, in this last book, 
uh, this character I created for the trilogy called Rawlings. Yeah. E.G. Rawlings. Now, he, to me, he's absolutely fascinating. And I'm glad to say other people have found him so too. But he has this exact, in book one, he has this exact problem, change of direction forced on him. Because he's a war correspondent and he gets blown up in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. So the whole of the trilogy starts with with him having to return and rethink his life. Yeah. So in a way, the book that you've written, the trilogy, is almost a similarity to a comparison to what happened to you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, a very different person. Yeah, of course. But, but, but no, but using the circumstances. And the difficulty is in adjusting. Yeah. I mean, if you've been living a certain way. Yeah. And a career in a certain way and it's a change of career too that it's not just a change in your lifestyle yeah. or your you know so uh yes and he he does he has to go through and uh, we learn a lot about him all the way through but in this last book mm-hmm. Quo Vardis e.g. Rawlings yeah. which means which direction now yeah are you going mm-hmm. And uh, I've tied up all the elements, really, of of the two previous books, although each book stands on its own. You mm-hmm. can read each book and not have to read the others. Mm-hmm. But well, which, uh, this last one does. Yeah, so which up. is the name of the first one? And this, what are the names of all three of them? Well, the names of all three of them, I mean, uh, the first one was A Strange Year mm-hmm. for E.G. Rawlings. And then the second one was A Year of Trials for E.G. Rawlings. Mm-hmm. And then this last one, Quo Vardis, E.G. Rawlings. So I'm sitting here with A Year of Trials. I have the Year of Trials right here with me. Oh, have you? Yeah. That's the first one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here with it. So. <laughs> oh, how lovely. Well, I hope people do seem to enjoy it. And they like his character because he's, it's warts and all, really. But he's very charming. Yeah, and I think people like that, and he's an attractive man. People like that, <laughs> so even more of a reason. <laughs> yes, you know, that's, that automatically, if somebody's wounded, I think you know they're they're they have an added attraction, and a, yeah, yeah a quite sort, possibly. <laughs> yes, people people are interested, and they say, "Oh, how did that happen?" You yeah. know. And, of so, course, of course. So, yeah. how did you how did you find leaving your you know the theatre behind, leaving your kind of old career behind? Did you struggle with that? Uh, do you know what? I was in such a state of shock for the yeah. first that I I almost immediately thought that is over. Yeah, I can't can't go back. I do miss I do miss uh, the theatre because the theatre is a very outward social area to work in yeah. uh writing novels is a very lonely introspective you know business uh you're on your own and it came back to me really at the end of the first book mm-hmm. and I finished it and there was no first night and big party celebrations or it was just a moment yeah that's the end of that one you yeah. know and it's a completely different, and apart from the writing, which is different, mm-hmm. you know, theatre, writing for the theatre is so different. Yeah. And uh, novels, you know, you have the long descriptive passages as well as as yeah. well as well the dialogue. 
So it was a style that I had to learn really quickly. But I guess in a way, what you've done is you've not only not only learned something, you know, brand new, but you've you've completely changed direction in a way. And and I guess what it shows as well is, you know, you can do this at any stage of your life. You know, it, you're never too, yes. you know, you're never. Well, that's what I keep off. on seeing that people who have these terrible accidents yeah. or a sudden illness or loss of some sort. Uh, it can happen at any age. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I think, you know, if only if I could tell anything to my grandchildren, it was be prepared. Yeah. Because you just have to be ready to adapt to whatever life throws at you because you just don't know. Yeah. And uh, and it doesn't mean it's going to be disastrous or an end. It could even be a beginning, you know, mm. it could lead on to... And I must say, I've loved the writing now. I mean, I've, I felt quite bereft at finishing the book. <laughs> so, <laughs> leaving the character behind, you yeah. know, you've become so involved. With yeah. Them. But uh, no, I think it is important that people learn this lesson because you can either sink and go into a depression mm-hmm. and give up, really. And it, in, in many ways, I sympathize it. it. It would have been yeah, quite yeah. easy to do. You suddenly have a whole way of life taken from you. Yeah. And that can happen in so many different instances, you know. Yeah. People going through a divorce or going through a loss of somebody or, you know, it, it, it can happen when you just think, how, how do I go on from mm-hmm. here? Yeah. But there is always a way through, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's the thing. It can be any any event, any traumatic event for somebody. Like you said, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't even have to be something physical. Um, no. It can it can be a divorce. It can be heartbreak. It can be any kind of thing where your whole entire life just takes a U turn. Yes. Um, and was there? When was the moment for you when you kind of maybe saw that little bit of light that you thought, right, I'm not gonna sit here and fall into this kind of you know, depression, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to, I'm going to start writing and I'm going to follow that dream. I think with me, it kicked in fairly quickly because I was in quite a deal of pain at the beginning. And I thought I have got to have something which takes this pain away and leaves me concentrated. Mm. And then the moment I sort of started pen to paper, Mm -hmm. Or tapping on the laptop <laughs> um it it did change and I began to feel now I could be very happy doing this mm. and I think in that way I'm lucky yeah because yeah. I had been writing before although differently mm-hmm. I think what I missed was the companionship of of you know of working in a group and in a but um, you know, you're alone with your characters that you've created. Yeah. So it's uh, that's a that that was quite difficult. And then, of course, we had COVID, which the last this book, uh, Quo Vadis, E.G. Rawlings, deals with COVID. Okay. And uh, so it's right. It brings right up to date. Mm-hmm. And I had to go back and research because although you live through COVID, you couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. <laughs> what happened you know <laughs> it's the order of the lockdowns and you know who yeah. who, who stopped you from doing something when 
what happened, I didn't have a clue about the schools, of course. Yeah, yeah. I no longer have children or grandchildren of school age. So I didn't, well, I had one who was yeah. just finishing at school, but um, I had no idea about all this home tuition. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear goodness. I mean, I think I was lucky to escape that. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely throughout that situation, it was um, if you had a friend or a relative or somebody that you knew that was in was directly affected. So like I have friends that are teachers. And so that's how, you know, I I kind of could see what was going on with regards to the schooling side of things. So I would hear them say when they weren't allowed in or when they were allowed in or when they were. I know. Yeah. Because it was quite a complicated timeline. I mean, over the two years, we were in, we were out, you know, people were meeting. Of course, it didn't affect me because I was isolated anyway. And because I'd had so many operations, you know, they were, they didn't want me seeing anyone. Yeah, of course. So apart from the lovely nurses who came in to change my trips or whatever, I didn't see anyone. So, you know, I mean, the children were very good and grandchildren, they kept me. You know, and I think, it, although I hate Zoom, because when you get to when you're in your eighties, you don't really like seeing yourself on the on the on the in film or anything. But um, I think uh, you know it was a good way. I had my eightieth birthday during uh, the beginning of lockdown, okay. so I so I couldn't have a party or anything. Yeah. And one of my daughters organized so that I had. I think there must have been 80 people on the screen, you know, it was <laughs> <Yeah>. everyone, <laughs> friends and relations. It was very funny. Yeah. But I didn't Zoom that much, but I did a bit yeah. and uh, kept in touch by phone. Yes. So you were, not only were you adjusting with regards to, you know, the pandemic, but you were also still adjusting to having the operations. So it was, it was, yeah. it was a lot for you. Yes, I had my last, uh, the last major operation uh, during during COVID. Yeah. So, um, yes, I was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was all a bit of a nightmare because the poor hospitals and the, you know, I was in isolation and, you know, it was difficult. It was difficult. Of course, of course. But it's one thing that I think everybody learned is to slow down a little bit and in life in general and it's kind of with regards to your accident you know you said a man who was in a rush and he knocked you over and it's like when I see and obviously from what I've been through and when Mm -hmm. I you know when I wasn't walking or when I was but I was walking very slowly and you know hobbling on crutches and yeah I remember when my surgeon and probably my physio as well said to me if you want to catch a train and you see it on the platform they said do not run for it. They said, do not run for that train because there's another one a few minutes behind. Yes. And I still have that. I, I mean, I'm walking fine again, but I still have that. Actually happened last night in, in really? London. I saw a yeah. train and I thought, yeah, there's another yeah. one behind it. There's another one. There's another one behind it. And I think that's one thing that maybe in London, a lot of people don't do. But I think in a lot, in a lot of the world is people need to slow down a little bit. Um, we do because the the, the stress build up. 
Yeah. I mean, I think people need to slow down. You're absolutely right. And yes, another train will come along. Another bus will come yes. along. You know, we don't need that thing immediately. We can wait a day or two. You know, it's uh, it's we've all become so much an immediate um, <laughs> response. <laughs> and uh, it's the same with technical problems. I had terrible technical problems over the weekend. Well, I just hit a button on my on my laptop, and the cursor um, so it just disappeared, <laughs> and I was completely helpless, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll leave it till Monday, and then I thought, no, I can't because I'm doing a Zoom. On, you know, <laughs> so, so that was the case when I had to go and get it, and it was literally one. I must have knocked it or something. Yeah, it was one button. Which yeah. I didn't know about. Now I do, but yeah. that will probably never happen again now. But uh, yeah. technical challenges are something that um, I do find difficult. Don't worry, so do I. <laughs> so do uh, I. <laughs> well, I'm so relieved when other people say that because, you know, grandchildren come in and go bing, 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 and everything's sort of sorted. But I came to it all late, so I'm rather slow. No, don't worry. I I have technical challenges oh, well, as I, well. Don't worry. Oh, I, 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 I I have them all as well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you you found the same struggle of of walking again and yeah, yeah. It was uh yeah definitely walking again was one of the um, strangest things to have to do uh, to relearn how to walk something that you've been doing for I've been doing for you know my whole life and then relearning how to do it again. Um, and also with the fear that I'm not, my knee's not going to buckle or I'm not going to fall it, over. It is, it is uh, that's another thing that one has to go more slowly because of balance problems. Yeah. And, you know, but there was an extraordinary, um, man that I saw on one of these A&E things, but he had a head injury, yeah. uh, into a coma mm-hmm. and when he came out of the coma he literally had to learn how to talk again and then start to learn to read again and, and that seems to me an even bigger jolt yeah. really but people can do it and he was amazing and yeah. he he was very fluent and talking about it and you know so you can pick yourself up yeah and start all over again yeah I think it's one of those things as well where I don't know if people said this to you, but I had quite a few people say to me, I don't know how you got through what you got through. I could never get through what you got through. But it's one of those things which I learned recently as well is, you know, you can get through these things. And, you know, if unfortunately the worst case scenario happens and you have to relearn how to talk again, if if you want it, you will do you it. Do it. Yes, I'm asked it all the time. How on earth did you get through? At the time, you just, you didn't have any alternative, really. And I think when it's happening to you, you don't think, how am I going to get through (laughs) this? You just do what you're told and and get on with it. And looking back in retrospect, well, yes, it was a bit of an ordeal. But but at the time, you were concentrated on getting on with it, you know, and doing it. Yeah. So, you know, and pe- people who say, oh, I could never have that, they could. Everyone meets challenges. I think it's a, it's a very good lesson to, to learn that you yeah. can do it. If you really want to, you can. Yeah. 
it's one of those challenges. It's when you hit a brick wall in life and we all hit brick walls in any kind of way. And that is once you hit the brick wall, what are you going to do? Are you going to just give up and kind of, you know, suffice and succumb to the brick wall? Or are you going to find a way to get over the brick wall? And it's like one door closes, another one opens. You can yeah, I try to. Uh, I do so agree. I tried to do that with his character Rawlings. Yeah. Um, very much. He he he's been blown up really badly. His girlfriend has been killed, mm-hmm. and he is really a bit of a wreck. But he puts himself back together again. Yeah. And there are certain things that change his life. He suddenly finds he has to be the guardian to his ten-year-old grandson. Yeah. And there are major things that can make you concentrate on other people rather than yourself and that helps yeah of course of course and I think that's even though you said that when you know writing the book um you know it was rather than in theater when you were with everybody obviously writing the book was you know yourself with the characters but you've written characters now that I mean I've got it in front of me that's why I keep pointing down you know you've written characters that now people you know all over the world hopefully you know will also yeah exactly I I think so and you know what we need books at the moment because life is not easy for anyone at the moment and there are terrible things going on and when you think a paperback costs the equivalent of what two cups of coffee in the high street you know (laughs) And and the pleasure will last for so much longer. Yeah. And and I think you can lose yourself in somebody else's world. Yeah. And it it really is a good thing to be doing. I think everyone should be reading more. And yeah. if you find books you like, yeah. You should read them. Yeah. Know? I agree. I think some of the some of the things that have changed my life the most is our books. Some of the books I've read have just changed my thought patterns or the way I, you know, live life in certain aspects. And that's all from, you know, a couple of pages. You know, doing these interviews that I've been doing since since um, the book was published, uh, it's amazing how many people have said that. That that certain books Mm. have really made them change their way of thinking or, you know, and that's marvellous to hear, really. Mm. Yeah. And I think your books at the moment can give encouragement and maybe a bit of joy and a bit of, you know, make you think. And yeah. it's it's good. But it is getting lost in a story as well. It's it's a form of escapism, but it's a very, you know, it's a very wholesome form of escapism. Yes, it is. And it's lovely when you can't put the book down. Yeah. Which is writer, you always aim to write something where people say, oh, it's a page turner, you know. Yeah. Or you get to the end of the book and you're like, I have to wait for the next one? No. I know. Well, that's why, I, I although I've written this trilogy yeah. and followed Rawlings through, it, it was a late decision when I was three quarters away around the book you're reading now. Mm-hmm. Um and my publisher just said, you know, these characters are so marvellous. Why don't you go on with another one? And yeah. then when I got to the end of the second one, I said, well, I will do the third, but that will be it. Because <laughs> I thought, you know, that brought it all to a nice conclusion. But you can read each one and that's yeah. not necessary. Yeah. But hopefully people will want to read, you know, yeah, yeah. two and three. Or even if they read three, they might want to go back to one and two. You know, it's it's yeah. a... It's yeah. an 
nice way of thinking of people doing it. Yeah, of course, definitely. Um, so I wanted to ask as well, do you believe that uh, in life everything happens for a reason? Do you know, that's a, a question I ask myself a lot. Yeah. It's a very good question because I think it's something you have to think about when, when you have a, a, a happening. Yeah. Uh, yes, looking back, I think I might have been getting tired, mm-hmm. uh, not just physically, but mentally. Yeah. Uh, I might have been, I, you know, in your mid-70s, you start to slow down, I think. Mm-hmm. And although I couldn't believe I was going to slow down, I was brought up short and then it happened. Yeah. And I think it has made my life much easier and gentler and you know, with with slightly less stress yeah. than I had before. So there probably was, it was probably something, you know, saying to me, you, you've got to stop. You yeah. really got to slow down and stop this ridiculous hurling around the countryside <laughs> and doing tours and all the rest yeah. of it. Um, so maybe it did happen for a reason. But then looking back to other people I know who have, my son had a really bad accident. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was just telling him to slow down too. I, I think maybe, I don't know what you felt about yours. Exactly but... those words that I was, I was meant to slow down. Like yeah. literally slow down, as in couldn't walk, slow down. So I, yeah. I, that's exactly, I feel like I was meant to stop and reevaluate. Quite a that lot, is interesting, you see. I think some of us charge on, and I do look at people, and I, you can see them getting more and more stressed, and particularly with the way life goes at the moment, and with work and the pressures, and you think something's got to give. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, not necessarily quite such a violent way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we were sensible, we would rethink our lives without having to yeah. be brought up short. But, <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, yeah. I think a lot of us, that's when we it happens because we are brought up short. And that is when we unfortunately do reevaluate because we don't think to do it until something hits yeah. us. No, I think that's absolutely true. Um, you know, And in a way, we can't bear to say, I'm slowing down, I've got to stop. You you yeah. feel life must carry on. I'm I've been doing this all my life. Why shouldn't I go on doing it? And exactly. then you you know it's not really yeah. very sensible of us, but we're not very sensible as a race. <laughs> <laughs> not all the time, no. Yeah. <laughs> but I did yeah. want to ask then if you had any advice that uh, to give somebody that was going through kind of any situation maybe similar to yours or in a maybe they needed to reevaluate and they have been forced to suddenly stop. What would you say to them? Well, I would say that if if uh, the fates have forced you to stop, yeah. you really have to go through quite gently with yourself and find out what, what are the possibilities because not everyone can turn writer. I mean, there aren't that many things you can do in a, being static. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have turned out to be a businesswoman in any way um I'd have been useless at it though I so you have to try and think of what your assets are 
and match them to what you can do, because physically and mentally. And uh, I think not to despair, but to take it slowly. I know with a lot of people, probably it's financial. And I wouldn't say writing novels is is a a way out financially, but um, because, (laughs) you know, it's a... It's it's a difficult way through, yeah. but um, but to find out within your means and within your capabilities what you can do, there's always something. You know, take up photography or take up um, doing needlepoint or doing you yeah. know. It, there's always a way through. Yeah. I think, and a lot of people I think have turned to counselling. Yeah. Uh, when they have about giving experience um, through and passing on their, their yeah. um, advice, you know, yeah, well, counsel. Yeah, yeah. And I guess what it is and, you know, everything that you've been through and where you've got with your books, it just shows that in life it is never too late to start something new. No, well, it, it, it you know, the family all thought it was quite funny that um, <laughs> I was starting to be a novelist at the age of 74 but um <laughs> you know seven books later they can't really be be uh yeah. surprised surprised <laughs> anymore and uh you know there are some writers who yeah. who took it up quite late in life I don't think anyone quite as extreme as me but um you know but you can write at any time in your life exactly. really that's the great thing about it exactly exactly well, this was absolutely perfect. Is there anything else you want to share briefly? No, I don't think so. You've been absolutely lovely. Oh, and uh, I feel we have shared a, a, a sort of experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both come through it. Yeah, you know? we have. And I guess that's the thing, like you started with at the beginning when I asked you how you are. It is up and down and... You know, you have good it days. It is up and down, days. but I think everybody, you know, it, it was up and down when I was having stress levels in rehearsal. You know, it was, <laughs> life's always up oh, and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, it is. But um, pain levels, I think, um, people just have to learn to manage them. Yeah, of course. And uh, and and they're manageable as well. I mean, you know, yeah, you can course. get through it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to Talia, talk to you. it's been so lovely. I feel like <laughs> met a friend. So. I feel like I've met a friend as well, see? And that's oh, what I good. love about yeah. a community like this is you can meet people that you would probably never think you would and then you end up yeah, well, with that them. is one of the great benefits of technology, I have exactly. to say. <laughs> exactly, exactly, uh, exactly. Well, thank, oh, you. thank you. Thank you, Jane. Don't forget to pick up a copy of her latest book, Quo Vardis, and understand how her protagonist's life is turned upside down. For Jane, one moment is all it took. Three seconds changed her life. It can happen at any age, but you can pick yourself up and start all over again. You can do it. You can change your direction at any stage of your life. Thank you for listening.